Well, hello, everyone. Back here again on the Present Tense Podcast, number 17. Let's go, 17. Close to 20, man. So we were kind of brainstorming a little bit on what we wanted to talk about today. And one of the things that uh, uh, Laura and I, uh, the show we've been watching lately that kind of sparked up a lot of good conversation uh, is a show on HBO called Westworld. And no spoilers, we're not going to spoil anything or, or talk about the show. But basically what it's, uh, the base of this show is about is a, a artificial intelligence and it kind of asks a lot of questions as to what's real, what is the difference between the computer program of some of these robots in the show versus the humans. Um, so it asks a lot of interesting questions. If you're listening to this, it's, you know, it gets a little complicated, but probably something that you would enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I thought was the most interesting is that these... Um, it's like a theme park, basically, is the, the show, where it's like an Old West theme park, and there's these artificial intelligence people that are there, but they're basically robots that's a computer program. Their brains are their you know, conductors, and they're able to be controlled and reset and erased, just like any computer program. You mean where we're headed? <laughs> yeah, a little spooky on that, too, because it's like, oh, that's not too far away, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have these characters set up in the theme park, and they're on what's called, uh, in the show they refer to as a loop. So they start their day, and whether their their role is to rob the bank, or they're the, uh, you know, they're a townsperson that works in the bar, or they're the, the, the farmer's daughter girl that goes out to paint her pictures and take care of the horses and come back, they have their loop. Mm-hmm. So they, they start their loop at the beginning, they can interact with the, the guests that come into the park, mm-hmm. um, and then they can change and adapt and talk just like a regular person. But when they die, or you know theoretically die, they just get reset the next day, and they start their loop all over. Their memory of everything that, that has previously happened is erased. They have their backstory of where they think they came from and all their, their memories that aren't real, where that be how they ended up in the house they're at, how they ended up at the job they're at. It's all just a backstory program loaded in, and their actual experiences are just preloaded. So it starts their loop, and they go right about the same thing that they did probably the day before, having no recollection that it's not. They don't know they right. died. Right. Died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they start these just these loops over and over yep. again. And one of the interesting questions that the show brought up was the creator of these AI people was basically saying... What's the difference between the loops that we program into the hosts or the robots versus are all humans just in a continual loop as well? And it really made me think. I was like, yeah, that's true. Like we kind of just set up our own programming for the things that we do every day. And a lot of it is by force, right? We have to go to work. We have to do certain things every day. But also our loops of we get mad at the same things, we get frustrated at the same things, we have the same arguments over and over again, whether that argument be with ourself or mm-hmm. with someone else in our life. Uh, and just it's interesting how many things in life just repeat yep. <laughs> over and over and over again. And it just got me thinking about our programming as people and how we... A lot of the programming, like we've talked about a lot, happens when we're young. Mm-hmm. We're kids. We get programmed to certain preferences and likes and dislikes through our experiences. And then as we get older, it's almost like we kind of want to go on autopilot mm-hmm. a little bit. And we like that feeling of, oh, I just click on my autopilot and I go in my loop and my week is done. <laughs> I do it. Well, we all do it. Yeah. Our, our, our mind is the memory card, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we are just used to those tr- repetitive repetitive memories, repetitive actions, our internal and external cues are structured, very structured. Yeah, it's almost like a, a safety mechanism mm-hmm. in a sense. It's like, oh, I just turn this on. I don't have to think. I don't have to worry. I'm just going through my loop. Yep. <laughs> And what's a lot of people's biggest fear? Change, mm-hmm. right? So there you go. Yeah, and it brought up some interesting questions for me also. 
like, okay, is it more important to to break from the loop? Or is it just important to be aware that we're in one? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I just, um, I just found that that really, just like, like we create our loops. Like we're, I don't know, what's your opinion? Like where do those loops come from? No, I completely agree. So one of my up until, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not going to say up until a year ago, but that's when I became aware of it. One of my biggest responses when somebody would ask, how are you doing? Or how's your day? Yeah. My response would be, same shit, different day. (laughs) And and when I sit here and think about it, as I did when I became aware of it, I'm like, that's such a boring response. Mm -hmm. Same shit, different day. Like, why is it the same shit, different day? You know, why am I okay with that? Mm -hmm. Why, Why am I accepting of that, right? And so, yes, we do have to work, but... Why, like, for me, it was, I was structured and working for someone, and now I'm working for myself, and so I actually love what I do, but the fact that now I have the schedule to be able to change that makes me happier. It makes me not feel so structured, so repetitive, so routine. Um, I think it's, I think it's difficult when... We know, especially with, you know, when quarantine happened and everything, people are up at six, working at seven, mm-hmm. working until nine, or, or working until five. Yeah. Gem. Like, it's, it's just so structured, and it makes it easy for us to feel the same way. So the same frustrations we have, the same, the same issues we have revolving around work or life or whatever stress is because it's so repetitive and so i think trying to break it is hard like you said do i break it or do i just be more present about it i think um that's the challenge it's just being present and understanding like okay let me take this. Let me take a different approach about it. Let me think about this differently. How can I? How can I? We talked previously. Make it feel like the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's for me where I get stuck a lot because my personality type. I do like structure and mm-hmm. I do like schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I got stuck trying to figure that out. It's like, oh, is that bad or is that wrong mm-hmm. for me to like that? I don't think it is. I think it's just like the unawareness that I get in sometimes where I am just going through the loop and I'm not paying attention. I'm not conscious of what I'm doing. I'm, I am just going off of recall. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think you know, structure and, and schedule is a bad thing. It's not. I, I think it's, it's not. Really, for the most part, really efficient yep. and helpful yep. <laughs> to do that. I think as that's part of our humanness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. we got to accept it as our human brains like it. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's uh, only certain humans wander lust who that doesn't work for right. and they're freelancing and you know, free living and hey, like, that's you, that's that's a spectrum I could never yeah, do. That, that's your path? Cool. Yeah. I I can't just wake up every day and yeah. go with the flow. Mm-hmm. That I cannot do. No. Right. Um, so I think the important part was just having your structure, having your schedule, mm-hmm. but still being present with what you're doing and not just doing it off of program, being mm-hmm. pro- because we're programmed to do it. Yep. Still finding joy in in the processes. How do you go about that, though? How, how does one yeah. figure out how to step out of their existence right. to live and really see I think one of the um, meditation apps I use, we've talked about it before, the Waking Up by Sam Harris. And one of the things that he stresses a lot is to just pay attention in the moments of transition. Mm-hmm. When you go from one activity to the next and you get up, you know, you're working at your desk, at your job, and you get up to go take a break or go to the bathroom or get something to eat. Like really paying attention in those transition moments. Like, oh, I'm now doing something different. Kind of just bring that back. Mm-hmm. Always bring, bring bring yourself back a little bit because um, sometimes it is. When we, and 
you and I have you have like your own job and you're entrepreneurial and you do different things. Mm-hmm. I technically have an eight to five job, but I'm able to set my own schedule and yeah. I do different things. So I imagine it's super tough for the person who has to go to an office mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, eight to five, and do the same thing. The same thing, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, just out of boredom, I'd probably just want to flip it on autopilot and not pay attention. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> yeah. And so that that's why I asked, you know, how we do maneuver or how those people maneuver through that. Because I know a lot of people, I have a lot of friends that do the nine to five. Mm-hmm. And some of them have kids on top of it. So right. it's essentially two nine to fives and it's all the same thing and it's hard for them to get out of the moment. I'm not I'm not just saying it's right. on them. Like I I struggle with it too. One of my issues is when you're transitioning to do something else, are you fully finished with that first task? Okay. Because for me, my mind's always all over the place. Right. Anybody who knows me, yeah. I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> I'm thinking about everything all the time. And except for when I'm trying to, when I catch myself and then I have to become present again, I have to take a minute to go meditate or whatever mm-hmm. I got to do just to get out of my own brain. But, um, yeah, well, like, what do you recommend to... I think the, the breath is always a really important anchor. Like, we always mm-hmm. go back to that as the anchor of mm-hmm. meditation. But even if I'm doing a task or something I've done a thousand times, sometimes just feeling that breath a little bit brings me back to the present moment mm-hmm. and is able to, like, really embrace, okay, yes, I'm doing, I am typing out this spreadsheet. Yeah. But... I feel the keys of the keyboard on my on the tips of my fingers, mm-hmm. and I can feel the pressure of my butt in the chair, and I can feel the little slight breeze from the air conditioning on my skin. So just paying attention to the things around us, the things that our, our body is experiencing as well, mm-hmm. I think can help us to just avoid the numbness. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what we all try to do, right? Because... We get numb to things. We numb ourselves out and just go on that autopilot. And then, I mean, we hear about it all the time, right? Oh, I woke up and I was 45 years old and my life didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. Yeah. And so I think that's what we're trying to turn off as humans. It's not the schedule. It's not the repetition. Because if we're going to be good at something, we got to do it a lot. Yeah. And life requires repetition. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Especially for most of us, just, you know, we got to make a living. We got to go to work. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do a lot of the same things. And I think we need to find acceptance with that and be okay with that while still being aware that we're doing it. And I think it's a safeguard because our brains know, oh, just doing the same thing over and over again is not getting me where I want to go. I'm going to turn off Mm -hmm. instead so I don't have to pay attention to that or feel disappointed or feel like I'm not where I should be or not doing what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. If that voice is there... Well, maybe there's a reason for that that voice. Yep. First of all, we gotta accept that, and also we do have to accept where we are and, and what we are doing. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, what we're doing. If we're at a job we hate, we don't like. Well, maybe there's a reason for that. We do have to accept that we, for right now, this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm all, I'm all for everyone chasing their dreams and do what they got to do. But sometimes you just got to get up and fucking go to work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But as we talked about last time with Jake, you know, sometimes it comes to that point where it's like, I've got to figure out my other options and get out of the situation because becoming present and understanding that he can no longer or you can no longer continue this loop, you know, what do I love to do that I may have to take that leap of faith on, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not, and I know where I understand it sounds like we're just talking about work. It it goes so far beyond that. This goes with you know relationships. It goes with, and not just your significant other relationships with, you know your friends with your significant other with your kids with your. We have to, as we spoke about, figure out how to make, how to come back to the beginning, and fill that filling that feeling again of the first time right. and just reconnecting mm-hmm. with not just, not just understanding the movements and where we are, but reconnecting with where, where 
started, where our love started, where our feelings started, and revisiting that. That was another part I noticed about the show, where it was when the the host of the robots were programmed, they started over, even though it was the same thing they've done 10,000 times, to them in that moment, it was brand new. And so that was one aspect of it that I did like about the reset. Because uh, there's there's one scene in particular where, you know, the uh, the farmer's daughter rides her horse into town and she went shopping and she drops a can of, of something. Mm-hmm. And one of the other hosts comes and picks it up and they lock eyes and it's like mm-hmm. this, it's this powerful, you know, we're in love connection moment. And they've done it maybe, you know, 10,000 times, but to them each time that moment was brand new mm-hmm. and that feeling was brand new. And I, I thought about that. You know, just our, our relationships, whether you know, romantic relationships, personal relationships, we might do the same thing with the same person a lot, mm-hmm. but to really have that presence to make it feel like that's the first time I experienced this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think back to if you're in a married or in a committed relationship, the first time you kissed, the first time you held hands, the first time you made love, like, wow, what a powerful moment. Mm-hmm. And then our memories get. F- backlogged with oh we've done this so many times we'll probably do it so many other times this one right here doesn't mean anything yep and it's that you know past and future memory and and thinking that we we've got working against us to where we're not present in that moment but what if what if we treated all that stuff like it was the first time Mm -hmm. we got to do it and it's hard to do that sure. every single oh, time. Impossible and time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that that's where again that structure and that repetitiveness is just part of life. Right. Like they say or show in the in the show, you know, they're not AI robot that they show are not that far off from us. We are we are programmed and it's it's that way since youth you know you, you you see your parents or you see your teachers and like in love hand-locked or what you think right. you know until you get older and you're like that's what it's supposed to be like yeah. and it's like wait a minute no <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like i'm not in love every single day like it's not the first right. time every single right. day sometimes we are angry at each yeah. other you know and frustrated at each yeah. other and then but again the point Reel it back in, become present, become aware, and reset, reboot. Right. You know. Yeah, because uh, I think about that. It, it's tough to impossible to have. I'm just thinking of in a romantic relationship. Every mm-hmm. time you, you you kiss the one that you love, like mm-hmm. it's impossible to have that feeling of time. Say, tonight we're rushing out the door. I got to get work done. We get this done. Quick kiss. I love you. Got to mm-hmm. roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great if we were totally perfectly present in those moments. Yeah. But let's be real. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. But to take every once in a while, maybe more than every once in a while, and uh, I kind of try to practice this with with Laura sometimes when I'm just sitting looking at her. It's like, Mm -hmm. I remember how I felt the first time I ever saw you. Mm -hmm. And what if this is the first moment I ever saw you? Wow, how excited I would be. Yeah. Um, You know, the the, the butterflies and everything that I felt the first time I kissed her. Or held her hand. Mm-hmm. If at that any point prior to meeting her, I would know I would get to feel, be in love with this person and get to touch them and hold them and kiss them whenever I wanted. I would have thought that was the greatest thing mm-hmm. I could ever have hoped for. Mm-hmm. And now because I've been able to do that for a number of years, I forget it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, and so just always kind of coming back to that, taking those moments on occasion to remember that like treat this like the first time yeah it's amazing how beautiful this is to, to feel that and to you know feel another person in that way or look at her or, or you know kiss like wow that's that's powerful if we can just take it back to if, if it was the first time erase the past memories and whatever we think will happen in the future and just be totally focused on that moment mm-hmm Man. It's strong. And, and and that's why and I know you guys do it and I get super excited when my friends do it, my my married friends when they do it. And I get excited when I do it. Date nights, people. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't have to be every week. Hell, it doesn't have to be every month. 
but when you make time for it, because every other month, if that if that's what your schedule allows, is better than nothing. You have to, you want to let your significant other know, like, hey, let's 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 treat this special. Like, remember when we went on that first date, like you said, and the way we looked at each other, or that first kiss, the way we felt about it. Let let's revisit that. Yeah. Um, I, I I liked what you said because. You know, it's impossible. It is impossible to kiss the same way every time, to hold hands the same way, or hug the same way every time. And I think that's important that it's not the same every time because if you if you kissed and hugged the same time every single time, right? Think about that one time when it doesn't feel that way. And and the other topic we were debating is doubt and insecurity. You know, then that starts to creep in and it's like, well, wait a minute. That didn't feel like every other time. Mm -hmm. And then we just have a bunch of head cases, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we do it anyway sometimes. Not all of us, but some people anyway, you know. So just like you can't, you have to be present. Understand that it's not always going to be the same. Understand like, you know. Your arguments may not always be the same, and if they are the same arguments all the time, maybe that's a problem. You know, some you got to work on it. But you know, and I'm not no relationship guru <laughs> at all. I'm just saying, um, we have to understand that that structure is good, and repetitiveness is good within reason. Things are going to be different. Every day is going to be different. Every feeling, every vibe, every energy is going to be different. We just have to revisit, re reset, and just bring it back. We talk a lot, you know, being present. You know, that's kind of a, a cliche buzzword that gets thrown around mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah, it it might be really cool to be totally perfectly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those monks that go and live in the caves by themselves for years. Like, that's what they're trying to get to. Yeah. They go through a lot of hardcore training, and they can't quite do it. Mm-hmm. So, as a real-life human, enjoying a normal life, like, it's impossible to do. Yep. It really is. Yep. And we got to accept that and be okay with that, too. Mm-hmm. But just to be able to find the moments here and there where we can have that, that perfect, pure presence. And I think most of us know when we're in those moments and what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And if we can have enough of those, that gives us an anchor for when we are having a bad day, or I'm really mad at, at angry at this job and owned this job, or I had an argument with with my spouse. Mm-hmm. If you have enough of those anchor moments of those pure presence with those people, those moments of frustration won't last. Yeah, I believe anyway. No, I agree. I fully agree. You know, it's like I, I know it being fully present with this person feels like and right now we are not mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel good but I know that exists still mm-hmm. and we can get back to that we can get through this argument or <laughs> stressful time whatever it is to get back to that that feeling it does exist and it always exists so as long as we can have enough of those it's kind of like you know a little, little storage bank yeah and that's why I always stress communication man um I tell my friends, my family, and my girlfriend that all the time. I'm like, if you ever, if, you're, if you ever have a question, if you feel some type of, if you feel the energy's off, because, like I said, sometimes I am unbalanced. Mm-hmm. I just came off of a stretch where I was just unbalanced and couldn't get my footing like back, and, and then what did I do? I reverted back to my old loop of just going sick and just working, yeah. work, 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 work. Because it's the only thing that could get me out of <laughs> the chaos that was happening in my mind at the time. And, um, you know, I, I, I had to catch myself because I did feel unstable elsewhere. And my energy was low because I, you know, I had full life in the work part of the balance. Mm-hmm. But in the life part of the balance, I was low I was lagging you know and it wasn't fair to my dog it wasn't fair to my girl it wasn't fair to my family you know and I just I I wasn't doing my check-ins like I did I just 
going back, I wasn't following my routine that is good for the most part. There's times I like to break from it and, and, you know, find new energy, Mm -hmm. uh, renewed energy. But for the most part, that routine is what keeps me balanced. And I think that's the... That's the battle that I face mm-hmm. with this loop that we yeah. speak of, right? Because, like you say, the structure is important. It is. But the repetitiveness also right. drives me nutty sometimes right. because it's like, <laughs> well, where'd the last month go? Because I just did the same shit mm-hmm. different day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it, it's a constant battle. It's not an easy one to deal with, but that's why I do like this topic discussion today because it allows me to understand, to become aware of it and maneuver from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do the same thing where it's like I feel like I'm used to, even the people that I talk to, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a bit of a loop. Like, what was interesting the last couple of weeks, I think you and I have both been really busy because we normally, we normally you know, text or something stupid back and forth, have like mm-hmm. an ongoing conversation, and like I haven't had the space to do that. <laughs> Likewise. While, you Likewise. Know, yeah. Video. Uh, and, you know, a few other friends that I'm close with where I have kind of a constant conversation going with where it's, mm-hmm. you know, stupid, funny things mm-hmm. just to stay connected with. And like I totally like kind of cut off most of that mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks and just gotten the, the zone of not doing that. It's like, okay, I mean, now I need to reintroduce. When that happened, did you feel off? Did oh, something sure. just feel off? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's almost like this nagging like thing like, oh, I need to check in with, and then it becomes like another to-do mm-hmm. almost as opposed mm-hmm. to something that, that I enjoy doing. It's like, yep. oh, I haven't checked in with, you know, Andre or Patrick or yep. whoever for, you know, uh, a week. Oh, shit, I haven't, I haven't texted or mm-hmm. said anything yep. <laughs> yep. for a while. Then it becomes a guilt trip. Exactly. Something <laughs> else that I need to do. <laughs> And then I kind of let it, I try to ignore it because I feel bad about it and I don't want to pay attention to it. And then another week goes by. (laughs) (laughs) The same. It's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. It just, it's the mental. Mm -hmm. It's the power of the mental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And those are the people that I'm in a loop of talking to. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people that I would like to be in a more loop of of checking in on and Mm -hmm. having contact with. And I do this thing where it's like Sunday, I always think I'm going to call everybody that I know and check in and have these great conversations. Yep. And then I'll do like one and that's it. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I have, um, you know, just friends that I would like to have more contact with and yeah. communication with. It's like, oh, I'll call them Sunday. Yep. And then a couple of things happen and I get to the end and I'm tired and, well, it's not really part of my, my loop yet, so I won't introduce it. Mm-hmm. And then it sits there and I... I wish to talk to that person and um, the wedding was a great example like we had our wedding what like six months ago yep now yep and all you know all my people that I'm close to were there and it felt so great and oh yes we'll just keep this communication going mm-hmm. and then a lot of those people I have not seen or talked to since yep <laughs> and that's funny you brought that up because I was yesterday just thinking about the wedding too and how much fun it was I mean you got a lot of us together for yeah. The first time right. of like meeting, you right. know, and it was just this magical group of people mm-hmm. and I loved everything about yeah. it. And and I thought about that. I was like, you know, there were some of your friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm coming up to San Fran and they're coming down here and we're going to link up and, you know, and it sounded so great. And it, it was genuine, sure. you know, yeah, it always is, yeah. but then life, yeah. <laughs> fucking life, it, it, it just... It takes over, mm-hmm. and you go back to your loop, yep. and you just get so, so taken over. Yeah, it by... feels great. Like, oh, we'll do this all the time. Yeah. This will be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we just don't. And not ill-intentioned. It's no. not like we're lying in the moment. Like, not at all. It sounds really good, and I think mm-hmm. we really do want to do that. But then breaking the, when we go back to normal life, breaking the loop of what we actually do on a daily, weekly basis is, is tough. Yep. <laughs> Yep, and, and and I'll tell you, I'll use um, my example of, so I still talk to a lot of my friends, as you do, yep. talk to a lot of my friends from back home as often as I can, which is not often enough, but it's it's hard, and we all realize yep. that, right? But before I moved here, 
we were having the time of our lives. We always saw each other. We always hung out, um, whether it was playing ball or football or watching football or bars, casinos, whatever it may be, right? We just always had this loop and this, like, this togetherness and connectedness. And then everybody started to get married, have families, get career jobs and whatnot, and it started to slip. Just in, in the in the sense of time was hard to come by like sure. it used to. We were growing up maturing, and then I moved. It was my change. It was yeah. my change from my routine, right. from my loop, and I, you know, had every intention of like, oh, I'm gonna go like build this, which and I'm I have, and I'm so thankful for built this life like in a new place that yeah. I've always wanted to live, right? And it came full circle the other day because I reached out to one of my best friends, my best friends, and I was just like, "Damn, we haven't, we haven't spoken in a while." You know what I mean? And last time we had spoken, we said, "Let's not let this right. long go yeah. by." <laughs> and I was just like, I'm, I, "I apologize because I'm like, my bad. I have been terrible about reaching out." You know, um, and. He said the same exact thing. He's like, don't apologize. He's like, my bad. I haven't reached yet, you know? And and so we called up. I, I got to speak to him and got to speak to his wife for, you know, good, the solid 35, 45 minutes. And it was great. Yeah. But it just made me realize and become aware that, like, it's not, it's harder now. It, yeah. it, it is harder now to be as consistent mm -hmm. with everything. Sure. Um, because if we were, it'd be a 24-7 job right. to be consistent with everything. Right. And that's the person I've always been. And I've tried to just be more present and slow down. But again, it's the constant battle that I face because... To my core, I know that I want to, I don't want to feel that feeling of, damn, I've been bad or I haven't right. done this and I'm just programmed that right. way. Yeah, never programmed to be judgmental or mm -hmm. think poorly about ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I notice about myself too is I can be really closed off to new experiences and especially new people. Like, for instance, we were at an event yesterday and met, you know, some people I hadn't met before. It was like, I enjoyed their company. And part of me wants to be like, hey, give me your number. We should all go hang out and do dinner again or do something, you know, a couple's thing again. And then this other part of my brain kicks in and goes, well, you're not really in my normal loop. And I'm most likely not going to break it. So I don't want the responsibility of someone else that I have to keep up with mm -hmm. <laughs> or incorporate into my daily life mm -hmm. or my weekly life or my my weekly check-ins. Like I almost like put that, like become resistant to things before they even exist. Mm -hmm. Really, where it's like, okay, I kind of have my people and I have my life, I have my schedule, I have my loop, and I don't really want to change it. So nice seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> And, and do you think about this after the conversation that you have with said person or or is it going through your head in the moment? In the you're moment. just like yeah. you, you're just flashing through your life right. and your routine and your schedule. Uh -huh. And then you're just like, ah, this is probably not going to happen. But yeah. like, and then it's okay. going to be weird. Right. Okay. Like if I if we exchange numbers and we text a little bit and then we, we make plans to do something mm -hmm. and we don't and then. No one mm -hmm. says anything and we ignore it. Then, yep. then it begins, comes weird. And yep. then it's an awkwardness thing. And I kind of, you know, I, I notice I do my best to avoid okay. <laughs> situations. Okay. So then I just kind of just, yeah, act like it. That's it. Okay. And you know what? Honestly, I should probably stop feeling guilty for that too. Because mm -hmm. like it's possible to just enjoy someone's company yep. in a moment that you meet and enjoy that, be present in that moment. Enjoy that exchange. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends forever. Yep. You know, so there, there is that aspect of it too. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I do kind of become a little judgmental with the, oh, this this wouldn't work out yeah. beyond here. So I'll just, we'll just let it end here. There's um, no way I have time for you in my right. life. 
not disrespectfully, <laughs> you know, yeah. no disrespect, but yeah. I just know my life and my mm-hmm. routine, and I just don't have the time to incorporate you. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we always use our sports analogies, right? Yep. Sometimes when the, when the Warriors had Stephen Clay and Kevin Durant and Draymond, it's like, you might be a really good pra- player, but you're not going to crack that starting five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. eh, you might want to go somewhere else. Yep. Yep. <laughs> very that's, the, that's the way I feel sometimes. I have my, you know, my good core group of people that I really enjoy and those are the ones that I have the energy and space to keep up with and I can be a little dismissive of even the possibility of allowing someone else mm-hmm. into that because uh, I, I do approach it like oh that's going to require another additional task mm-hmm. for me you know and that's my problem I'm the exact opposite <laughs> And that aids to my chaos and my struggle because I love people, man. Anybody who knows me knows that I just love people. And if there were seven events in a day with seven different groups, I'd be the one that's trying to make Uh every single one of them. At least three of them, right? Because, well, I told this person I'm coming, but, you know... I can't miss this person's thing, but that person's like leaving and I'm not going to have another chance, you know? So for me, it's just, it's such a struggle because I understand how chaotic and crazy my life is with work and the people and my dog and my girlfriend and everything else. And I, and honestly, I'm glad my, I'm glad Leslie spoke up when she did because I hadn't been in a relationship for a while now. Right. And I wasn't being the best boyfriend initially. Uh, she felt like she was fitting into a schedule. And I completely understood her yeah. because I know how my brain works. I know that what I'm always trying to do. And it was an adjustment for me. And I had to figure out that adjustment. And um, so I did have to change some things. I did have to start saying no sometimes. Um, more times than not because I... I you know, and I love spending time with her. And so it's not that it it was, it's not that I wanted to say no to these people. I just wanted to spend time with her right. more, you know, and I wanted to build upon that relationship more. Yeah, because okay, I, I married someone with the same mentality as you. As you. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone invites me to something, I cannot say no. Yep, yep. <laughs> me and Laura are very much alike. Matt and Leslie are very much alike in that they are okay with not being around people right. and we just gravitate uh-huh. towards people it's so hilarious um no but meeting new people i will do the same thing i will we will instantly become best friends right. and i'm like all right well gotta incorporate it like this person did this or wants to do this and i want to do it too like right. let's go you yeah. know and then then i run into the problems of shit how am I going <laughs> to make this work? Because now I have to say no to something else sure. or someone else. Yeah. And it's almost, to me, it feels like addition by subtraction. Sure. And, and I don't ever want to, right. it's, I don't want to be subtracting anybody, you know, who's in my, in my sphere, mm-hmm. who's in my loop. Um, So it, it is a struggle mm-hmm. for me. And I, you know, there there's times where I do break my loop, and I like to do things alone sometimes. Sure. I, I like to go watch the games, football, basketball, or baseball, alone sometimes because it allows me to just meet people. And mm-hmm. I've become better over the last couple of years, better, not, you know, fully controlled, yeah. but um, about just enjoying that moment, right. that time yeah. with a random person that I may or may not meet, you know. Um, and in my line of work, I, I've started to network a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I really enjoyed that and understanding that this may just be a networking situation or this is just a one-day situation or, oh, you like this place, I like this place too. I'll probably see you around and we can continue a conversation two months from now when you know you see me here again yeah. or whatever so it's just um I've, I've been able to manage that better but it's hard it's hard being the extrovert people person that i love 
Yeah. Um, I think it's, it is probably a, a healthy point in between the middle of where you and I are, are mm-hmm. at both of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it is okay to just feel each situation out. And like you said, you can be totally present and have a really connecting, powerful moment with someone that you just meet mm-hmm. at a dinner party or you know, at a bar or out or mm-hmm. you know, if you're single, you know, meeting someone and have that moment be all that it is. Yep. And that's all right. Yep. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, I do the thing where it's like I'm planning ahead like, oh, will I be able to hang out with this person again? Or when's the next time we would do something? Or how often should I communicate with them? And I'm distracting from just enjoying what's existing right now. Currently. Yep. Um, or, you know, for you feeling like, oh, I'll have to do 14 different things because I yeah. got to make all these people happy. And it's like, okay, well, it, it can just be this. Yep. Uh, the thing, important thing to remember is other people have their loops. Yep. <laughs> and they have their lives. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they're pretty stuck in those too. Yep. So we don't need to pile a whole lot of guilt or pressure on ourselves to make something more or less than it that it currently is. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, again, just, just, you know, always come back to the buzzword, just being present, right? Yeah. So be present, enjoy that. Feel like you want to hang out with that person again or communicate with that person more? Cool. And if you don't, that's cool. It's too. okay too. <laughs> yeah, and I know, like you mentioned, it, it, we, it's such a cliche with being present. Yeah. But it's it, it's kind of everything we base everything yeah. around, right? Sure. Like, if you're present, you it, it brings about a calm. Mm-hmm. It brings about a controlledness yeah. that you have control of the situation yeah. or you can figure it out, mm-hmm. but you're not so overwhelmed mm-hmm. or overjoyed or too far ahead of yourself or too far behind yourself. Like yeah. you are present and you're grounded and you can deal with anything mm-hmm. as long as you remember that. Yeah. So yes, we bring it up a lot, but it, it really is important. Yeah. I, I read something a while back too, when it comes to saying no to something, Mm-hmm. Feeling, we feel like we're going to disappoint someone, or oh, yep. they came to my event. I need really need to go to theirs. Yep. <clears throat> and really, if we're being honest with ourselves, and that's not something that we're really able to do or give, uh, whatever it was, if if saying no to someone in a loving, respectful, you know, thoughtful way, mm-hmm. not that as a rude, no, I'm not coming to that. Yeah. Uh, way really gives them permission to be able to do the same. Yes. So if we can do that in a, in a loving, thoughtful way to decline an invitation or an event mm-hmm. or whatever that is, we do it in a, in a, in a way we are present and we're mm-hmm. connecting with that person, they will understand that mm-hmm. and it also gives them permission to do the same for themselves mm-hmm. when things come up. So I think that the guilt we pile on ourselves for saying no yeah, and not saying no and then extending ourselves a little bit farther than is probably healthy or good for us is unnecessary. Yeah. You know, we, we can decline. We can say no. And then that in turn can give the person we are declining. We say, oh, that wasn't so bad. I get yeah. it. I can do that too if I need to. Absolutely. Yeah. And the way I respond now is I, again, used to always say yes because mm-hmm. I wanted to make everything. But now I let everybody know. First of all, I'm a schedule person now. I have to mark everything down on my schedule to make sure I don't double book or make sure I'm available. But I just tell people, I'm like, I can't make any promises. If I'm free and have the energy and the time, then I will. You know, um, If it's something very important, I'm going to try. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to come about. Mm-hmm. You know, things, things change. Things come up. Life happens. Yep. So... You know, that, that kind of helped me to stop feeling so guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what it is in our minds um, that we, we feel we have to. And it's why I envy people who are just like, I don't have to. And so, like, no, thank you, but no thank you. Right. You know, um, just the confidence they're able to decline with I guess mm-hmm. um, I just always I, I feel what you spoke yeah. about like I have to like they did this I have to do that you know when it doesn't have to be that that's not necessarily healthy right. that you put your friends or significant others in that situation yeah. 
and even just that feeling of the guilt like we've talked about the loops as it relates to our relationships with other people mm-hmm. but the loop is also what we do internally with our own head mm-hmm. right we feel guilty about the same thing yep um, we get upset at the same things we get stressed mm-hmm. at the same things over and over and over again so being aware of it just internally for ourselves not just in how we relate to other people mm-hmm. but those loops exist for our own doubts and insecurities and feelings and thoughts and emotions yep we're in constant loops with those as well yep uh, and again being aware that it's a loop doesn't fix it mm-hmm. but it helps us to get better yep at it and I think that's the main thing we wanted to do is just like a, a takeaway is that if we're going to define it, semantics of words right the loop we're on the loop it's kind of an autopilot thing we're not paying attention we're not aware we're not conscious of what we're doing mm-hmm. we're just doing it because this is what we do like you said same shit different day yep just reapplying so we can have our processes our schedules the organization to our life but we need to get rid of is just the repetitive loopness where we turn ourselves off and we just do I think is, is the really most important factor mm-hmm. for us to do like and then if we're we have our schedule and our process. If we're aware of what we're doing, we're not in the loop, we're not on autopilot, that allows us to not only be present and enjoy what we're doing more, but allows us to continually refine and get better and improve at what we're doing mm-hmm. at the same time. And then we get to feel like humans, we love our sense of accomplishment, right? Yep. So if I've improved a process, I've gotten better at something, excuse me, I've gotten better at something, I figured out a different way to do this or that, there's my sense of accomplishment. I feel I feel good about that and I feel yep. alive and empowered and full of energy as opposed to just being in the loop, going on autopilot, kind of just dead and zombied out, yep. numbed out to, to what I'm doing and there's no improvement, there's no progression. And I think that's where we, you know, we meet those people. It's like, well, I just woke up and now I'm 50 years old and I got three kids and what happened to my life? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where that regret and stuff kicks in. Yeah. So I think that's the most important takeaway is our our lives are repetitive yeah. for a, a lot of ways and a lot of reasons. And they're going to have to be. Yeah. It's part of the human experience. And we need to accept that. But to not shut down and go do the autopilot route to where we're missing things. Mm-hmm. And fast forwarding through, like, oh, I hate my job, so I'm just going to fast forward through Monday through Friday and then I'll exist on the weekends. Yeah. You know, and that's where we lose we lose the beauty of life yep. and the beauty of those interactions. So we can we can have the schedule and still be totally present mm-hmm. with what we're doing. It's a battle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so you're basically saying instead of looking at it as a loop, as a routine, yeah. to kind of look at it as a process and, and, and growth and basically improving yeah. yourself, your life, yeah. your your quality, your balance. Because right. the loop can be something that we don't like. Mm-hmm. And if we're just in the loop mode, of, this is what I'm programmed to do, this is what I do, if we really hate it, we're not. that's not going to enable us to find a way out of it. Yeah, you're just existing at that point. You know, like, like for you, like you had your loop back in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and you could have just stayed in that. Mm-hmm. But you were aware and awake enough of your process and your schedule to be like, oh, I don't really like this. I need to do something different. Yeah. I need to break this one. Yeah. You know, and that can show us where our organization and our schedule needs to be broken. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if we just stay in loop mode, we're never going to break it. Yep. Because we're totally unaware of what we're doing. Yep. Well said. And you don't have to move to a whole different <laughs> state across the country either. Um, that just worked for me. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that could be anything. It's, it's stuff with our relationships with people, stuff with our job, stuff internally in our own minds. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just being aware of when we go on autopilot. Yep. And having awareness of that, forgiving ourselves for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, just well, I feel like most of our, our episodes always come down to just being aware of and paying attention to what we do. Yeah. On, on a moment-to-moment basis. Yep. Um, and maybe it's not that any of it needs to change. Mm-hmm. It's just if we can be aware of what we're doing, you know, just there's just so much more fullness and beauty in life in the day to day, and we're not gonna feel like we're just oh same shit different day. Like, yeah, 
what, what a what a beautiful day. Like, I yep. Got to, I got to see the sunshine. I got to you know have this experience and meet this person and eat this lunch and wow, mm-hmm. amazing how grateful we can be, as opposed to oh, I'm just doing the same thing again. <laughs> yep. You know, same life as heaven or hell based on your perspective, and so that awareness and presentness with what we're doing can really lighten up our perspective and not just for us, but you know, for the people around us as yeah, well. Absolutely. I, I, I just want to close out. It, it was, it was perfect that you said that because yesterday at volleyball, I, I, I spoke to my friend D who kind of runs it, yep. you know, and organizes it. And it was a beautiful day. Out. Yep. And we, we just took a moment and we said, I, I told her, I appreciate you for doing this. I, I, I love this, you know? And she's like, I love this shit, man. She's <laughs> like, I've been here 12 years, and early on, she didn't do any of the things she's doing now. Mm-hmm. And she became aware. She be, yeah. she started living in the present, and she's her full, happiest self now. Mm-hmm. And for me to see that and, and take in the people I was around and just all of us appreciating what we had and where we were in the sunset and water and just that energy. It, it, it was so beautiful. Um, and I try to look for those moments a lot more yeah. now. Um, not just with, you know, the sun and the water and everything, but just life. Life is, life is so beautiful. Life is ever evolving and I appreciate it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate the podcast. I appreciate you listeners. I appreciate everybody in my life. So that's beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. All right. And uh, of course, our loop that we always do at the end of each show. If you would like to comment or <laughs> any questions or comments or anything you want to talk about, please feel free to email us present tense podcast am at gmail.com and also our Instagram account, the present tense podcast. Right. Reach out. Thank you very, very much for listening. See you next time. Take care.